it's all about the consistency, right? It's all about the consistency. Um, and I would say to anyone listening to this, right? I love baseball, so that's a great analogy with Tyler. Um, but even real estate, like I have someone that recently just joined my team. I, I moved brokerages, and now I'm starting a team with someone else. Um, and and I said to the person, they still have a full time job. And they're like, John, what can I do? Like, and I said, here's the thing I'm going to tell you. His name is Brian. I'm like, here's what I want to tell you, Brian. I'm like, do one thing every day that moves the needle forward in your business. Is that? Welcome to the Freedom Chasers podcast, where we bring you interviews and discussions that share the stories, successes, goals, and dreams of real estate agents and real estate investors pursuing a life of purpose and freedom. All right, guys, today I get to talk to Josh, John Schuchman, and he is a guy who took a very difficult first year in real estate turned it into an organic social media campaign and now is doing six plus figures a year in real estate and is going to be here sharing some of the ways that he did it. So if you're just getting started in real estate or maybe things are getting a little tough as the market is shifting, some of the strategies we're going to talk about here today might help you get more business. And the cool thing about John is he's specializing in ways that are free. So if you don't want to be spending a lot of dollars to make some dollars, then this might be the episode for you. John, thank you so much for coming on the show. Take us into it right away. Give us some nuggets what are some ways that people can generate some leads that doesn't cost them that money? Absolutely. Well, first, Matt, thanks so much for having me. Appreciate what you do. And anytime I'm on a podcast, I just want to thank you for the work you're doing through podcasting. I have a podcast as well. And so I know that it often can be a thankless job. So I know sometimes, I, and if you're like me with your podcast, you're sometimes like, is this valuable? Does this help people? And usually I get like an email or a message, right? As I'm kind of like, I want to quit. I want to stop doing this. So I hope First of all, just again, thank you for what you're doing and, and I'm encouraged by it um, and I hope your audience is as well. So yeah, let's jump into it. Really, um, my story um, is basically that um, until the time I was, geez, 31, 32 years old, so four years ago, um, I had probably every W-2 job you could ever have um, and could not keep a job. Now, I wasn't robbing from the cash register or sleeping with the boss. I just was such a dreamer and a visionary that... Uh, I found it very hard to um, work a W-2 job where they kind of want you to just be a yes man. Um, and I was out of the W-2 world before uh, everything with COVID happened. But I think a lot of you have seen it after that, right? They had all, you know, all the news outlets, outlets talked about the great resignation is what they called it, where everyone's leaving W-2 jobs because they're like, wait a second. I can make good money from my home, not leaving. Why would I drive an hour into the office? So you're either going to make a position where I can work from my home or I'm going to go somewhere else. And so, um, but so all that to say, like when, so uh, February 26, 2019, I lost my last W2 job. I'll never forget the day. Um, went into a very bad downward spiral, suicidal thoughts for a few months after that. My wife was a huge part of just keeping me alive for one. Um, when I finally kind of got out of that uh, really tough uh, mental, emotional, spiritual time in my life, I was like, okay, what am I going to do? Talked with a couple of friends that were in different sales jobs. Before, and Before we go into uh, that, just to dive in a little bit, was the, the suicidal ideations yeah. correlated with lack of income? Or were there other yeah, factors? Yeah, absolutely. I, I think um, especially, and I, I don't know about you other dads and you know men out there, like I feel like so much of our worth is tied to what you do, right? Like, what do you say when you meet somebody? You say like, oh, what do you do? Um, so I do think, right, it's very hard when we're at family events and people heard I lost a job. And of course, all the conversations are like, oh, what are you doing for work? Like, 
trying to figure it out. Thank you, Karen. Like, I appreciate it. <laughs> um, so, and I don't think it was intentional. People just don't know. It's like people, that's like the first thing people ask them, uh, you know, ask you. And so I had to find that my net, my worth was not in like my income, right? That I had value to my wife, my family. Faith, of course, is a huge part of my life as well. Um, and yeah, so it was a lot. But when I finally started having conversations and got into real estate, um, I didn't make any money for nine months. Nine, it took nine months to get my first deal. But what I did see, and I, I will, I'm trying to get to the question about how to generate some leads. But um, what I did see was anytime I would post about real estate. So I was a new realtor, got licensed um, August of 2019. My son was born five days later. Every time I would post about real estate, I would get a message. Hey, you're crushing it. Hey, you're this. Hey, you're that. And I'm like, interesting. Like people perceive me as having success in real estate, even though I haven't sold a house. So when I figured that out, started posting more. Anytime I was at a showing, I would put it on an Instagram story, Facebook story, et cetera. Um, anytime I was at a client meeting, maybe it's just at Starbucks getting work done. I would take a picture, like, get, you know, a picture of the MLS on my laptop, put it out there. Um, People that I trained with in the summer of 2019 over the next year would message me, dude, how are you doing this? How are you crushing it? You're at all these showings, you're at all these open houses. Now, anyone in your audience who is in real estate knows exactly how much I made during that time was $0. But the biggest piece of that to me was I was like, I was broke, but the perception was I was crushing it. And so a lot of times with social media, perception drives reality, okay? So you might say, well, what does that mean? Well, it means that like I get to decide what I share and how I share it. So for instance, earlier this year, um, we sold our previous residence, okay? I had 40, show 40, 40, 40 showings, 30, uh, 30 people through the, op uh, through the open house. So seven, you know, 70 different groups of people. Right. So when I post on social media about selling that house, that's the stuff I talk about, how I can get all these people through your house on that listing. Particularly, I only got one offer on my. So like it's all about like what you talk about, how you frame it, et cetera. So those are some of the things on like how to generate free leads. Um, people don't know how many houses you're selling. Right. But what people see is how many posts you make. So I also learned. Right. Instead of, you know, I think a lot of times realtors or investors out there are like, oh, we closed these five deals this month. Congratulations to our clients. Well, my recommendation is let's break those out. If you have a maybe you have three settlements the first week of August, right? Well, instead of posting all of those that that's, you know, that same week, if you know you have nothing closing for the next few weeks of August, spread it out a little bit. August 3rd, you post something, August 7th, August 15th, August 20th, et cetera. It, no one really knows. You can say congratulations to the client. Nobody really cares where, when the settlement actually was. And the client's not going to be like, oh, you posted this August 30th. I settled August 3rd. You know, what I've learned is, um, you know, and my business has grown a ton through my Facebook page organically, um, you don't care about the likes. You don't care about the comments. You're not going to get them on a business page very often. You care about the views. Now in my community, what people know me as the guy that gets 15 to 20,000 views organically on my Facebook business page every single month. So when I meet with a client, right, they, 
they'll talk about the social media and how are you, you know, I just had a listing presentation yesterday. I got the listing over three other agents. Why? Because I talked about how I'm going to use my social media to get their house sold. Um, in terms of directly what you're asking with, you know, some of the free things we can do. Um, this is agents, this is investors. Um, you know, and I love being on interviews like this because some people are like, well, you can't help an investor with social media. I sure can, right? Because do people even know what you do? Okay. So anyone can search me on Facebook. They'll see how to spell my last name, my Facebook public. You don't have to be my friend. Just look at what I do. But if you click on my Facebook page within 30 seconds, you'll be able to know what John does. You'll see that John's a realtor at eXp Realty. You'll see that he coaches and trains realtor. You see that he has a podcast. You'll see all my links in that bio. You will see, and here's one we're missing, guys. You'll see my phone number. So often when I coach or help agents and investors, they're like, well, I'm not getting any business from social media. And I'll scroll through with them. And I'm like, well, if I am scrolling through and I see your information, see that you sold a thing and I want to call you, you're making it impossible to call you right? So if you go to my bio right now, my phone number is right there for, for anyone that sees me on Facebook and they can pick up the phone and call me. And I've gotten a couple deals from that. I've gotten people to book a social media coaching call with me just from my Calendly link that's on there. Um, but within 30 seconds, you know what I do. So even if you're just, you know, I have friends from 12 years ago in college that see my stuff, never comment, never say anything, never heart it, never like it, anything. And they will message me and say, Hey, John, we just moved to Lancaster. Can you help us buy a home? And I'm like, interesting. So the other thing you need to think about guys is there's lurkers out there. Okay. Don't worry about the likes, the comments. It's a vanity metric. What you want is you want more views on your post. You want people seeing what you're doing and you want people that know, like, and trust you. So if you go to my page, you'll see, we went to Dave Ramsey's place this past year to do our debt-free scream. I've got two kids, a wife that I love. You go to my page and you get to know John the person rather than just John the business. And so um, there's a couple things I, I'll, I'll stop and, and kind of let you ask some follow-up, but there's a, there's a bunch of different things. I use my personal page, business page. I use free Facebook groups when there's a listing, every single group in the area. Um, and it's just about bringing awareness and bringing you know, when people think of a realtor in the area, I want them to be reminded of me when I'm doing life and sharing my life on Facebook, I can do that. Is Facebook your primary or only lead generation strategy or, or the others? Yeah, what I would say for me and then for others is um, Facebook is my primary. I use Instagram as well, and that automatically shares to Facebook. I'll share the business post stuff to then my personal page. Um so I use all of it. Um, Instagram and Facebook are my primary ones. I've gotten into videos a little bit. So I've been on TikTok a little bit. I've used LinkedIn a little bit. Um, but for your audience, I think so many people will hear this and be like, I'm stressed because I don't even know what TikTok is or LinkedIn or whatever. For your audience, Matt, I would say start where you're at, right? So why does Facebook work for me? It was the first social media I really had in 2006 when I went to college and you had to have an EDU email address, right? Um, and, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on with Twitter and Facebook, and I don't want to get into all the politics of that. But in 2007 or thereabouts, they let people 
join Facebook with a non-EDU email address. And at the time, the news said Facebook is dead. Facebook, it was all for college students. It'll, it's, it's, it's going to be nothing very soon. Well, what is it now? It's one of the top search engines in the world, right? Google and YouTube is huge. Facebook's another one. Um, so for your audience, I would say start with what you're already using and start talking about your business a little more through it. Everyone who listens to our show knows Tim and I are passionate about obtaining financial freedom through real estate investing. We also know that everyone's situations and goals are different. And while there are programs out there that show you a path to financial freedom, many of these programs are just too cookie cutter and don't take your personality, situation, and desired outcome into account. Think about the number of times that you've watched a guru online and tried to do the exact same thing as they did, but had nowhere near the same results. You are not alone. When I got started, I was continually paying for courses and getting only partial results until I discovered the path that made sense for me. The results prove this out. Most online course creators have let us in on their dirty secrets that 90 to 95% of their students never complete their course and achieve their desired outcome. This is not something that we're okay with. The benefit of working with Tim and I is that we are interviewing between five and 20 people every single week. We have accumulated hundreds of seven-figure strategies and gotten inside scoop from these successful entrepreneurs. We're able to work with you to pick the strategy that will best fit and then help you create the custom plan to take you quickly into financial freedom. As a former math teacher, I always taught my students that the fastest way between two points is a straight line. If you want to get rid of the many curves in the road that can make the journey longer and more costly, then go to coaching.freedomchaserspodcast.com and book a call with us. And let's get you on a straight line path to freedom. So let's talk about the, the timeline. So, I mean, it sounds like at the beginning you were posting a lot and you were getting this, you're a awesome, you know, so much activity when that really wasn't true. Uh, but there was some positive benefit of that perception. But then all of a sudden, obviously, it started turning into business. So can you give us the time frame of how much you were posting for how long before you started to see business coming in? Yeah, absolutely. I would say, just so you guys know, Facebook is a long game. Social media is a long game. So even when I coach people, there's people that will pay me monthly for coaching. And I'm like, I need to set the expectation. Don't expect that one month you're doing this and next, you know, next month you're doing 20 million a year in real estate if you're not doing anything. It takes time. What I would say is like, First of all, consistency is key. So if you're not posting at all right now, let's get you to once a month about your business. If you're doing once a month, let's get you to twice a month. Um, I post now, geez, there's probably something about real estate four or five times a week. But for someone out there listening that doesn't use social media at all, that sounds scary. So just start small, start consistently. Once a month is a start. First of the month, Hey guys, here's the business update. Um, but for me, yeah, it took some time. I think the more people see you, the traction started to come. So my first client, um, I met in November of 2019. So, um, two months after I was licensed, they sold, they bought a house in April. By then I was probably working with like two or three buyers. Um, one of them bought in January. Uh, I'm sorry, June. So June is now nine months later. So two deals in nine months. And then kind of that summer, it was probably about nine to 10 months before I was like really seeing the traction. And then August, I, I closed five deals to finish out my first year. And I think I did 40 grand year one. Um, but I kept seeing it grow, right? Year one, I did 40. Well, year two, I did over 120. 
all through organic social media. And so when I saw it, I even asked my wife recently, you know, I said, when did you like kind of know the success would be there in real estate? And she said to me, she said, when I saw you, when people just remembered that you were a realtor and came to you rather than you having to go hunt for people. Like I have a board over here before me that I look at every day with active and under contract clients and all these pending people. And it's about 20 different people that are either talking about buying or selling, or they're actually like getting the paperwork ready. So when you kind of feel that, even if there's no deal right this second, you're like, it's okay. Like I'm good. Like I see the board, I see what's going on. Um, so that, Hopefully that answers it a little bit. It definitely was not an overnight thing. And what I will say to your audience, Matt, is you gotta be consistent. You know, I am I love sports. I'm a huge Philadelphia sports fan, as you can see back here. And this year, I went to spring training for the first time and it's been like a lifetime goal of mine, like lived a dream. And I, there's a point to this, but I saw those players for the Philadelphia Phillies day one, February 20 something, February 26 or 27th, they're doing base running drills and, and you could see them running. So if you know baseball, like Phillies players, I see Kyle Schwarber and Trey Turner and guys like that. And my wife looks at me and she's like, are they actually learning anything like running the bases like this? And I, and we laughed about it, but as I think about it, like, no, not really, but it's about that consistent work, right? February 26, you're making sure you're running the, around first base at the right angle so that you can hopefully play in the World Series like the Philadelphia Phillies did this past November. Now, hopefully, they win it the next time instead of losing it. But but the point is, all of that is about the energy and the effort. February to November, they don't say, oh, I really need to take a day off of batting practice today. They do that work consistency c consistently. And so I would say, like, you know, if you're listening to this and you're frustrated with social media, you gotta be doing it consistently. Like, and maybe it's too much business, right? How much of your personal life is on there? So hopefully that kind of answers a little bit. It, it definitely takes time, but it can help you be successful in the business. And again, it, it doesn't cost money, which is hard at the beginning. Yeah, I interviewed Tyler Wilson, a, a guy who played professional baseball as a pitcher for the Orioles. And uh, it was interesting okay. too, like, you know, when we talk about sports analogies, it's the, the difference between two professional baseball players is so minute, um, yet that difference makes, you know, the difference in winning games. It's, it's a difference in millions and millions and millions of dollars, not only to the players, but to the, the owners, et cetera. And so, you know, obviously professional baseball is probably a little more competitive than being a real estate agent anywhere in the country. But, but I mean, if you take on those practices to be that level of professional, there is hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars of annual income difference for those that play real estate at a professional level as opposed to mm -hmm. to doing it inconsistently like an amateur would yeah and it's so true matt because i just i don't know what the stat was but i saw it in one of the facebook groups i think they said um the average agent that's been in the business less than two years i think it said they made eight thousand dollars last year the average agent that's been in over 10 made over a hundred thousand now I'm thankful that like, I've only been in, you know, five, four or five, but I'm like, wow, I'm glad I'm not only earning 10. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be here and I would be helping people, but it just is, it's all about the consistency, right? It's all about the consistency. Um, and I would say to anyone listening to this, right? I love baseball. So that's a great analogy with Tyler. Um, but even real estate, like I have someone that recently just joined my team. I, I moved brokerages and now I'm starting a team with someone else. Um, and 
And I said to the person, they still have a full-time job. And they're like, John, what can I do? Like, and I said, here's the thing I'm going to tell you. His name is Brian. I'm like, here's what I want to tell you, Brian. I'm like, do one thing every day that moves the needle forward in your business. Is that post in a Facebook group? Make a Facebook post? Is that talk to someone who reached out to you um, on Instagram? Is that, hey, give a friend a call that you haven't talked to in a while? And they'll say, oh, what are you doing? And they'll probably, and you can mention, oh, I'm in real estate, by the way. I you know, live in this area if you know anyone, those kinds of things. But every single day, all of us, all of the successful people in business are doing something every day to move the needle forward in their business. Yeah, 100%. So you've been in for five years now. So year one, you're just keeping yourself alive physically and, you know, uh, trying not to drown in real estate. Year two, things start to turn around. Where business-wise at year five, where do things sit? Yeah, so I mean, th things are really great. What I think I'm trying to do now is optimize, right? Um, you know, I... I don't know if you've ever heard um, of the Eisenhower matrix, um, but it basically talks about like what's important, uh, urgent, urgent, but not important, those kinds of things. Like I want to be doing the best things with my time. One of my previous jobs was at Chick-fil-A. And again, not to get into the politics, some people might hate it. I, I love the company, uh, love the work I did there. Wasn't it, you know, but one of the things I learned there, there would be people when I was a manager who would like want to learn a different position. So imagine, you know, Matt's a cashier, 15 year old kid. And he says, oh, John, I want to learn how to bag drive through. And he's just a cashier. And I say, hey, Matt, I'm happy to teach you how to bag drive through, but it's not Saturday at 2 p.m. when we're trying to get 120 cars through the drive through in an hour. And that is not an exaggeration. It's like 30 seconds, right? I say, hey, Matt, cool. Why don't you come in? Uh, what's your schedule? Why don't you come in at, uh, you know, 9 a.m. on Wednesday, right? And we'll have you back and drive through when there's 20 cars for breakfast, right? Um, so I think a lot of it is about aces in their places, right? So for instance, I don't do, and I wish I did, I don't do a lot of the yard work around my home. I hire someone to do that. Why? Because my time is best spent out building relationships with my clients or, you know, with my kids, with my two young kids and my wife. So I think about like aces in their places in my business. What are the things I should be doing? What are the things I shouldn't be doing? Now I'm kind of getting into video. I shifted my business to be a lot more listings, um, but it's all about those relationships, man. One of the things too that I do, you know, and, and I'm not, I'm not insulting realtors. I think, I think realtors are kind of like up to here, busy all the time. But another thing I'll say is like where they lack is like, are they posting about the deals they're doing? Are they getting reviews? So the last two years, there's a website, ratemyagent.com. And I have to clarify, ratemyagent, still say it slowly. But it tells you like who is the most reviewed agent, all those things. The past two years, I was the highest rated agent with most reviews in my county. I don't do the most deals. I probably am not in the top 20%. I mean, I do well, make a nice income, but there's massive teams. So why aren't they on that list? Because they're not asking for reviews. In my real estate career, every single client I have worked with, 100% of them have left me a five-star review and a really nice comment to go with it. And so a lot of it now is as I optimize is like making sure I continue doing those things. How did I build that relationship? How do I make sure I get those reviews, things like that? Um, 
And so that's what I'm really trying to focus on in my business. And now I've kind of changed brokers um, over the last few months. And now I get to really coach and serve other agents, which is like my heart and my passion. I love that. And so I have a podcast for realtors that I started, uh, geez, a couple years ago now going on third year of that. Um, and it's about like helping agents and kind of helping them optimize social media is what I really love doing. And that's kind of where business is going. Awesome. So what do you see for your, what's your vision for your life? Uh, I mean, you talked about your vision for your business, you know, but what's the vision for your life for the next 12 to 18 months? Yeah, I love that. Um, it's so interesting. Cause I think, I don't know when you ask this question to other people, I think it's very easy to make like business goals, like, yeah. but I think more than anything, I want to see my kids grow up. Right. Um, I'm going to get emotional thinking about it. Like I want, my son is, uh, four. And so he'll in, I'm looking at the calendar in a month, he goes, starts preschool and I just cannot believe it. So my daughter's two and a half. So we're drinking from a fire hose over here with two young kids, but I want to make sure that like more than anything, I spend time with quality time with them, um, intentionally every single week and with my wife, because I think all of us, right. Especially when you're trying to provide for your family, you can, I can, I'm sitting in the office, the doors closed. I can be so caught up in here that from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. I could sit here and not see my kids all day. So one of the things I'm learning too is, you know, and for those of you that are parents out there, um, a friend recently told me he was coaching me on this because I just felt like I hadn't spent time with my kids recently. And he's like, John, I want to tell you something. He told me about one of his now son who's 18. He said one of his, his sons, his name, his son's name was Kenny. He's like one of Kenny's greatest life experiences was when he was four years old. And he said, I got to spend time with dad all day. And Kenny and Ken, his, his dad told me this. He said, it was an hour. It was an hour that I spent where we went to pick up something for my work and then we got ice cream. But so I think the reminder to myself and everyone out there is like for your kids, an hour might be all day to them, but they'll think of it like, um, oh my gosh, I had the best day. So I'm trying to do a lot more of that, have adventures with my family. Um, you know, we traveled, to, we traveled to Florida this year for a month and we're about to book it for next year. And so really just like create those um, experiences where I can love and serve my family well and spend time with them. And also now that we're building this team that will kind of go live here in early August, um, really just pour into those agents so that they kind of feel like uh, empowered to have success in the business. Awesome. Well, John, thank you so much for coming on and sharing about your life and your business. For those of you out there listening, write down something you learned from today. I mean, obviously going from not making it to having a great business on free lead generation strategies is not a bad thing to put into use, um, whether it's getting more consistent with social media posting or just kind of using better strategy. Write down something you learned, share it with somebody you know so they can hold you accountable because freedom is required one action at a time. If you take steps day by day before you don't, you too will be living a life of freedom. Thank you guys for tuning in. We'll catch you on the next episode. Please like, comment, share, and subscribe. Engagement is like gold to us. We can't do what we're doing without it. Reviews and subscriptions, particularly on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube, are worth more than money. So please do what you can to support the show. 